Welcome to the Not All Love and Life podcast. I'm Romy. And I'm Ashley. And today we're going to be discussing boundaries. Mm. What they are, why we should set them, and how they'll make you like literally live a happier, healthier, more peaceful life. Definitely more peaceful. Mm-hmm. So, um, Ash, how would you explain boundaries? Ooh, how do I explain boundaries? I have found that for me, boundaries is something that I have to internally set. It's kind of like, I wouldn't, I, want, I don't know if I want to say a wall. Yeah. Kind of like a, like something we have to strengthen within ourselves with other people. That's not the best. Let me hear yours. <laughs> I got <laughs> you. you. I, you I, I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> this is like my specialty. But, um, so on the contrary, it's not walls. Um, walls is we, we put up walls to keep people out. Mm-hmm. When we set boundaries with someone, it's because we care about the relationship and we want to keep the relationship in our life. So boundary, um, how I explain it is you, it's like an invisible line, you know, like a property line. Like this is my property line that you cannot cross. Mm-hmm. So when you set a boundary with someone, you're telling them, these are the things that I need either to happen, to stop happening in order for this relationship to continue or to work, right? That was great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's different type of boundaries that we could set. We um, There's emotional boundaries. There's material boundaries. There's time and energy boundaries, physical, mental, and personal boundaries. And um, we'll dive a little bit into each and every one of them because they all play a different role. What I've noticed with my clients is when they've never set boundaries in their life. Setting boundaries could be very uncomfortable, like extremely uncomfortable. You feel like guilty, you feel bad, but we have to remember that our job is not to make anybody else feel comfortable. Our job is for us to make ourselves happy and find peace, obviously without hurting anyone else, like in a intentional way. Because I mean, if their feelings get hurt because you set up a boundary, for your own mental health, then that's their problem, not yours. So the first boundary we're going to talk about is emotional boundaries. So what emotional boundary is, for example, if I come to you and I'm like, Ashley, you know, the way that you spoke to me made me very upset. It made me angry. It made me sad, whatever the case may be. And you're like, no, you weren't sad. You weren't upset. You weren't angry. So you're trying to tell me how I'm feeling we don't know how people feel. Everybody feels different. We have to listen and acknowledge, and we don't know where their history comes from, where they have these beliefs as to why, like what their traumas are, what their patterns are that make them believe the way or feel the way that they do. Let's go back to like how to start like setting boundaries before we get into like the different types. So the first thing, like you were saying before we got on the podcast is getting to know yourself. Right? And really mm-hmm. learning who you are. One important um, assignment that I do give my clients before we tap into boundaries is, is core values. Like figuring out what your core values are. And really, we have a lot, but like what are your top three? What's going to make you feel uncomfortable? And boundaries are basically things that you set up in order for you to make sure that your core values aren't being crossed with other people or within yourself. So it's like... Okay, so not walls, but more of like an invisible armor mm-hmm. that we protect ourselves it's with. It's like a door. We protect ourselves from the unconscious actions of others. And like you said, when you come to someone and you're like, you know, what you made me, what you did and how you acted made me feel upset or hurt or unappreciated. And that person might say, well, that wasn't my intention, mm-hmm. right? And so it's important that even though that wasn't their intention, you're still verbalizing that how they acted was hurtful to you. Right. Because otherwise, yeah, it's not your intention to hurt other people, but there may be that unconscious like programming in your behavior that causes that to happen. So by you verbalizing that to that person, that can actually help them notice their unconscious like hidden agendas, right? Right. Um so even though it wasn't intentional, it not being intentional doesn't justify you hurting other people. I think that's why boundary setting is important because 
not only are you setting boundaries for yourself, but you're also bringing awareness to that other person um, that you care about and you want to have a relationship with because they may not be aware um, of what they're doing, right? So if you're never speaking up for yourself, how would anybody grow or notice or bring more awareness into their daily life? They're not even they're not even aware of it. Most people are not, right? Bingo, bingo. And that's exactly what it is. Like, unless you speak up for yourself, then how would you know? And especially if it's somebody like a parent or a sibling or somebody that you've had a relationship with all of your life and they're only used to one thing and being one way mm-hmm. and being so used to them treating you that way that you're just like, they think that that's just your relationship, right? And not until you finally open up and, and tell them what you're doing is bothering me, they might not even realize that it's affecting you in any type of way. Mm-hmm. So somebody, we, we mentioned that before we got on also about like gaslighting and narcissists, like telling you like, oh no, you don't feel that way, whatever. There's a difference between somebody intentionally knowing what the fuck they're doing and gaslighting you and telling you, no, you're crazy versus somebody that is like, okay, let me listen to why you're feeling this way. Right. And asking Mm -hmm. a lot of questions like, okay, I could see your point because that would happen a lot like with, um, with friendships that I've had. And even with Roger, like when I would lay it out, like in layman's term, like this is why this made me feel this way. They're like, Oh shit. I could totally see your point of view, but yes, that was not my intention. I'm going to do better. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's somebody that wants to also have that relationship with you. Cause like I said, boundaries are, you know, put in place so you could keep healthy relationships, right? Not to keep people out. They're not walls. So that's why I was saying like a door. So mm-hmm. if you think like a house, like think of the door that you could open and close at any time, mm-hmm. right? So the boundary, you're leaving it open in order to have that open relationship. The minute that door is closed and, you know, you're shutting people out. And mm-hmm. sometimes, because some people are like, oh, my mom doesn't listen. It's so hard. My sister. Sometimes it comes to a point that you have to make that decision if that person is going to be someone that you're going to keep in your life as much as it hurts, regardless of who it is, because it's not healthy for your mental health. Yeah. Right. So going back to the emotional um, um, boundaries is also maybe you have a friend that that'll ask you like inappropriate questions that you're not comfortable talking about. Right. Like maybe about your sex life in front of like a bunch of people. And you're just like, that's very inappropriate. Like, why are you even talking about this or somebody talking about your business to someone else? Something that you're not okay with with sharing. Mm -hmm. So there's, you know, that boundary that you have to set. Like, you know, I love you as my friend. You're somebody that I want to trust. But every time I tell you something like you go and you make a joke about it or you bring it up in front of other people and I'm not comfortable with that. And then some people don't even realize that they're doing it. So what I do is that, okay, so when you do it, I'm going to call you out in that moment so you could realize it. And Mm -hmm. some people need that. And they're like, oh, shit, I see it. Mm -hmm. Right? So um, that's emotional boundaries. Um, Next, we'll talk about material boundaries. And that's like your stuff. Like, Like I have this rule now because... I have so many books and I've lent out so many books to people that I never get them back. That's a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> so I've always lent out my books because it's like, you know, but there's some good ass books. I'm obviously lending them out because they, they've changed my life in some type of way. Well, the keyword is lend. <laughs> Give it back. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I never get them back. So I set that boundary. Like I don't lend out my books anymore. Well, the boundary was with yourself that you right. set. Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, I tell them okay. because sometimes people get like, you know, a certain way about it. Setting a boundary, material boundary, could be like, oh, I don't lend out my car to somebody because whenever I get it back, you know, it's a fucking mess mm-hmm. or you hit it or whatever mm-hmm. or lending clothes or shoes. It's like your material stuff. Like you are, you're allowed to set whatever boundary you want when it comes to your stuff. Definitely. Time and energy being a yes person so this one's a big one that i get with my clients like some people don't know how to say no it makes them feel uncomfortable it makes them feel bad especially if it's people that have always done stuff for for everyone else like the minute someone sends you like oh i have these plans tonight you know and the people pleasers correct the ones that are like yes you know and then they're the ones double booking themselves and and then they're strung out 
They're yeah. completely drained and depleted because they don't know how to s- set boundaries right. <laughs> with other people. Correct. And and then they're like letting somebody down because you're not keeping your word to somebody or you try to or make it Or mostly letting themselves down mm-hmm. because you keep saying yes to everyone and you're not doing anything for you. And so your cup is completely empty. That one's really big. Yeah. And that one goes a lot deeper as well. Mm-hmm. You know, being a people pleaser, that goes, those are deep layers of... Yeah. Of healing. Right. That's That has a lot to do with, you know, maybe being loved as a child mm-hmm. and showing up like, unless I do this for you, I don't feel like, you know, I'm worthy. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like your parents made you feel like you had to be like this perfect child and do all these things to honor you. Yeah. Right. Instead of you just, You're just constantly being needing external validation right. for being, for existing essentially mm-hmm. that you want to like show up for everybody and please everybody. And you cannot please everybody. Like you're going to disappoint some people. Make sure you're disappointing the right ones. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to add in there, like it, having this conversation, I realize like how much deeper this can really go. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, boundaries is kind of like surface level, but it takes a lot of inner work and inner awareness um to see these things and to see the dynamics with other people as well in your life um it helps a lot to have someone in your corner like whether it's a professional or someone in your life who is existing at a higher level of consciousness right um but yeah seek some kind of help because it's very very tricky and it can get hard and lonely to do all of this processing on your own yeah it's it's not easy work it ought to like, okay, setting, set, setting boundaries, I'm going to set boundaries, whatever you think you're you're just going to go ahead and start doing this. But it does take a lot of inner healing yeah. and a lot of inner work to do because there's so many things you need to get right with yourself, right? But every time you, you stick to that boundary, because what happens is people are like, okay, I'm going to set this boundary. And then they do. They have the conversation. They set the boundary. And then the minute they're supposed to uphold that boundary they fall back and they allow the person to do what they're always done so this is why i say it's a wall and i just realized that it it isn't a like tangible wall it's like an energetic wall and so as you're working on this process of like introducing boundaries into your life and strengthening them you're kind of like laying the bricks you're laying the foundation right and so like you just said sometimes you may fall back on it it's a process of like implementing, seeing how that goes, reflecting, reassessing, and then laying more bricks, right? How how tall and how strong do I need to get this wall in order to take care of myself, basically, to not let anyone overstep and overpower me, right? right. So that's what I think that's what I what I meant now that it's becoming more clear. It's more of an energetic wall because you still energetically people will still be able to cross this wall right Mm -hmm. on an energetic level Mm -hmm. um if you allow it right but that's that's the thing once you have that conversation and you set that boundary it's crucial that you do not allow them to like cross it because there's a difference because people are going to cross it especially if they're used to one thing and they might not do it intentionally they might just do it because they feel like that's what they're used to you have to speak up in that moment and you have to call them out. Because if you don't, then you're just going to set yourself back way even more. Because then you're going to have to have that conversation all over again versus, oh, let me just remind you that you know, you're know you overstepping the boundary that I set with you. What I've learned about boundaries is it's so much internal as it is external, right? Because first of all, I can come to a conclusion where like, okay, this person is really overstepping. This person, I'm allowing them to overstep. I'm becoming triggered. They're taking me away from my peace. I have to do something about this, right? So that's that awareness where you realize, okay, boundary needs to be set. That has to happen within yourself. And we tend to think, in some regards, I guess, like material boundaries, that has to be vocalized. But in other senses, like, um, let's say... Let's say someone crossed a boundary where they said something that upset me. It was disrespectful. In that moment that they did that, if I didn't speak up, I don't have a boundary set within myself until I decide, you know what? I look back on that moment. What that person said really bothered me. It, 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 I felt disrespected. It made me uncomfortable. 
Next time something like that happens, I'm going to act differently. What am I going to do, right? What am I going to, I'm going to speak up for myself. And so when that opportunity comes and now you speak up for yourself, that boundary is going to become very evident for that other person who has been crossing it. And for yourself, because that's going to empower you in that moment. Like, yes, I fucking spoke up for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let anybody do that to me again. And so in that process, now your boundary has gotten stronger because you see like the cause and effect of it and how you feel afterwards. So a lot of the times it's like an internal processing that happens. I think we tend to think that when we're setting boundaries, we have to sit in front of this other person and like lay out the law for them. But a lot of times that other person is not going to be able to receive that, nor do they have the capacity to receive what it is that you're telling them. So it's kind of, you're going to probably leave that conversation not feeling really good about it. You'd be like feeling probably feeling defeated because that person didn't even understand what you were trying to say, right? So in that case, the boundary has to be set from within you. And so now you know how to respond when that person tries to do something like that again, which will, like, when they try to cross your boundary, right? Right. So like we said earlier, like, step one is to know what it is that you value, Mm -hmm. what it is that you're okay with, what it is that you're not okay with. And you do set up that energetic boundary, mm-hmm. right? Initially, that's mm-hmm. step one. But if it's, for example, like somebody disrespected you and it's something that doesn't happen all the time, you know, people fuck up sometimes. They say things that they don't mean, whatever. And um, I think that's just a conversation that needs to be had like right away, mm-hmm. right? You know, that's disrespectful. Maybe not at that moment because depending on how you are, like if, if you know, if I say something right now, I'm going to pop off in a way that is just going to make things worse. I'm going to talk to them when I calm down a little bit and then just have a conversation. But if it's something that happens all the time, then that that's when you have to set a boundary because it's something that continues to happen that you cannot allow to continue to happen. Mm-hmm. So that's like the difference when it comes to that. Um, what else? So touching back, you mentioned something earlier how... Uh, so let's say it's with a family member, right? Because usually the boundary setting, it really happens with people close to you and your close radius because anybody outside of that, that disrespects you, you're probably just going to be like, don't need that person in my life anymore. But when it comes to family and like close friendships that you want that person in your life, you'll notice when you start to set boundaries that that person may not be okay with that right because they're so used to the old you and the old way of doing things and like they cannot let that old version of you go right and so you're going to meet a lot of resistance there let's talk about that a little bit that's a hundred percent normal and that's part of the process Mm -hmm. and that's part that makes you feel shitty and guilty and bad because it's like it makes it seem like you're putting up these walls, like trying to keep people out because you're telling them, I cannot continue having these things. But I'm huge with having good communication. So if you come to somebody and you're like, look, Ashley, like I really love you and I care about our friendship, but you know, there's certain things that you, you come off to me about or things that you tell me or things that you're doing that make me feel you know, some type of way. And I really care about our relationship. I care about our friendship. And I don't want to shut you out. And I don't want things to you know, end between us because I want to keep you in my life. But in order to do that, this is what I need from you explain what you need and then ask me like you know what is your feedback on this like what are your thoughts because a lot of the times people don't even realize that you know they're doing these things and kind of getting that dialogue going and seeing what the person at some people they're not at the capacity where they will receive the information right and they get offended like oh no that's just you know and that's when the whole like emotional boundary comes in like no you cannot tell me i don't feel that way because x y and z Versus if it is somebody that you know that is a narcissist, then that's that's a whole completely different approach. That's when you have to decide, like, is this person somebody that I want to keep in my life? Do mm-hmm. I want this narcissist in my life? Even if it is a parent. Even like if how important is your piece at this point? Correct. You have to decide, like, distance or keep them there. Like, mm-hmm. would you rather have peace and harmony than so you distance and send love from afar? Or do you want to continue the madness and so you keep that person in your life and that's just it comes to free will right right it's up to you what do you you have to become an energetic match for whatever it is that you want in your life so if you're asking for peace and harmony and forgiveness and the opportunity comes to you where you 
have to choose, right? And you decide to go back into that old way of handling situations. And so then you're not, you're not becoming an energetic match for what it is in your life, right? So if this tends to happen, which has happened for me often, and what I've noticed is when I try to set that boundary and that person doesn't receive it, feelings within me come up like triggered and, and resentment and all this trauma from the past. Um, and, and I realized that in that moment, it's also an opportunity for me to see where I still can work and where yes. I still can release and heal. 100%. So being grateful for that other person, even though they've inflicted a lot of pain and trauma, but because they are the one that's going to help you through their behavior, you're going to see where it is that you're still not free. So yeah, going back to that boundary and being that energetic match, there's times where people will not accept the fact that you're setting a boundary and that is this fork in the road where now I decide, okay, this person is showing me that they're not willing to take accountability. They're not willing to take responsibility for themselves. Um, they're not willing to have a conversation about this. Maybe they're just not able to, right? The capacity is not there. And so now I get to decide, continue to disrupt my peace or just take some time away, distance myself and send love from afar. I, I, I've learned that that to me, I mean, for some people that might sound ridiculous, but for me in my own life, in my own relationships, I've had to do that really close relationships with people that I love so freaking much, like that it hurts, right? It hurts so much, but making that decision for myself has also served them, right? Because when I decide, okay, I just need to be apart from this person. When I'm around this person, their energy, like it starts to influence me. Now I'm triggered because of the way they're acting. And I think that I need them to show up a certain way. But really when I take the time to distance, I can learn to just accept that person as they are and feel into my own energy and my own values so that when I am around them, when the time comes, I'm no longer influenced by them, right? I'm so rooted in my own energy and my own power that I can just be normal around them. I don't need them to change. I don't need them to be this positive person. Um, but yeah, sending sending these people love, even though you're not physically seeing each other, is incredibly powerful. I, um, you know, with my sister, we weren't talking for maybe a year. And there was occasions where I would like astral project and and I communicated with her and I continue to send her love and think about her anytime I send my prayers or I count gratitude or whatever I'm doing and I would send her love and it, it wasn't long before she came back into my life with a whole different energy and and it also happened with with my dad and and I've seen it with these really close relationships that I treasure a lot and so it may sound bad at first when we're first starting to set boundaries like oh I'm going to distance myself but remember that you're distancing yourself and you're still trying to send them love, right? You're still trying to think about them in a positive way in hopes that that energy that you're sending them can influence them, right? Mm -hmm. Because it can. That's how powerful we really are. Like we have that power to do that. We don't have to speak words all the time. A lot of the time it's showing up and becoming a different energetic match within yourself. And that will in turn like send a ripple effect into other people. Yeah, for sure. And and you said, oh, it might sound ridiculous or something. None of it is. It's Nobody not. could tell you like that your boundaries are ridiculous or, or silly. You know what you need. Now, the, I've seen people say, oh, I'm setting up a boundary and like with their boss. Like, I'm not going to answer like the email because I'm boundaries. No, that is not a boundary. You're like literally like just not doing your work. That sounds like a toddler <laughs> exactly. having a tantrum. That's exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> so some people try to say that they don't really understand the concept of boundaries. And they're like, oh, my boundaries, my boundaries. You have no idea what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Like there's boundaries because you want to keep the relationship with the person. And then there's just you just literally being like defiant. You are trying to keep that person I guess out. that's where it gets tricky, right? Mm -hmm. Because you hear, oh, I need to set boundaries. I need to let this person know right now. Like, they're not going to do that anymore. But a lot of times it's not, like, it's not an external thing. It's really an internal process of, like, I'm, I'm worthy enough to not let anyone disrespect me, to not let anyone try to belittle me, to not let anyone try to make me feel less than I am. And in that awareness and in that, in, in that thought process is where you can establish your boundaries. Mm -hmm. It's really with yourself. Right. Yeah. That like, in that, my opinion, it's yeah. really with yourself. You have to start with you. Mm -hmm. You have to set, like you have to see what you're okay with, what you need in order. If you don't know, or if you don't 
um, uphold that yourself. Nobody else is going to do that, mm -hmm. right? regardless of how many conversations you have with somebody. Right? I feel like the ego can be so sneaky, right? Because Always. in this process, you're like, your ego starts to think like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm better than everybody. I have these boundaries, but like, no, it's it's not even mm -hmm. about that. No, it's really and it's not very, about and that. it's really hard. Like setting boundaries hard. is very, very hard, especially you know if you grew up in a household where your parents didn't model these behaviors, and you know they weren't consistent with the things they would tell you, and mm -hmm. you know they would tell you one thing and do another. Or how about most of us who grew up in this generation not blaming our parents because they were surviving, they were doing the best they can, but this generation where, where as a child you were you were just a child, you had no say. You didn't know better. Like, you be quiet. You're just a child. Like, let the adult handle it. When in reality, like, children are super intuitive. Like, mm -hmm. we're super smart. What we have to say as a child is important. You know, of course, there's boundaries, too. But I think growing up in that uh, generation where, where you just silenced all the time mm -hmm. also makes it hard to set boundaries. For me, that was a big part of it. It was, like, just speaking up for myself. For, for a lot of people, that's, like, that's so easy. How can you not speak up for yourself, right? But for me, personally, it wasn't that easy. Like, it's been a process of learning to fucking use my throat chakra, right? right. And open up and stand up for me. So if you're listening and you find it hard to talk up, not talk up, speak up for yourself, understand that you're not alone and that's why i say it's important to have someone in your corner who's helping you a professional a maya i don't know you know just someone to help a romi of course <laughs> romi has a program that you go through this in your program yes. right you said mm -hmm. this is a big part of it yeah this is a big part of it and like i said like before we even tap into boundaries we figure out like what your core values are because some people haven't even taken the time to do an assessment and really dig deep to find out what it is that they value yeah right yeah like ask yourself right now what if you're listening what do you value and if you can't answer that then hire Romy. <laughs> what are your what are your three core values that what you are feel your three core values no i'm asking you oh mine <laughs> oh my gosh like in life generally mm -hmm. um peace for me is huge peace self-respect and and my family like that's the most important for me yeah for me um Number one is loyalty, mm. trustworthy, like keeping your word. Mm -hmm. That's like so important. Um, and also like peace is a big one for me too. If it interrupts my peace, then it's not worth it. Yeah. So. It's it, like Ben said last time about moving good is your birthright. Peace is also our birthright. Yeah. We all deserve to live a peaceful life. And I think we're so used, most people are so used to the opposite of that, that mm. a peaceful life almost seems impossible yeah it's not okay mm -hmm. let me tell you it is not impossible if you believe it is it will be right? right it's what you it's what you it's what you say so your words are powerful but i think we all deserve a peaceful life and boundary setting is a very very critical component of attaining that so another form of like time and energy boundaries you know apart from asking people over asking for favors um people asking for your time for free like you know you as a personal trainer like oh can you train me for free because we're friends or we're family you know me i've one boundary that i have is that i don't barter anymore i've done that and somebody's gonna fall between the cracks someone's not gonna hold up their end of the bargain i've tried this you know because it's a friend or someone and then they don't value the work as much as they should. And at the end of the day, they don't do the work the way they're supposed to because they haven't really made an investment. So bartering could be, it is another, you know, form of time and energy boundary that mm -hmm. I have. Um, tardiness and not showing up, that's a huge one for me. My time is very limited. Like being a single mom, having multiple businesses, right? So my time is very valuable. So showing up on time, being there, like when you say you're going to be there is a hundred percent, like really important to me, even with my clients, like it's in our contract. Like everybody has emergencies, shit happens. You never know the day that you're going to have or what you're going to wake up to shit happens. Right. So emergency happens, but not all the time. So in my contract with my clients, I mean, if you don't show up to your session and it's something like repeatedly, you know, you lose that session. Right. Um, and then I've, I've had clients that 
you know, honor that and respect that because they also respect my time. I set that boundary in the beginning. Sounds really important. Because if you don't set that in the beginning, oh, for sure, people are going to try to yeah overstep that mm-hmm. thousand percent. It's it's crucial, and that's you know that goes. That was one of the issues that I had with somebody that I bartered with that, you know, they didn't respect my time. And it's something that went on for a couple of years. And at the end of the day, I just and there's only so many conversations that you could have with the person saying that this is what I need. Mm-hmm. And if they can not honor that, then it's up to me to make that choice, whether I want to keep this person in my life. And at the end of the day, you know, they didn't make the cut. And yeah. that's OK. That was a huge opportunity for you to learn right Mm -hmm. about boundaries and to strengthen them like the the universe is always giving us opportunities you can choose to look at it as an opportunity you can look choose to look at it like a punishment Mm -hmm. it's up to you it's really it's really up to you what you decide to look at it as but it's always an opportunity whether to learn whether to heal whether to see where you're still trapped right and suffering from the past yeah, especially when you love the person so much and it's somebody that you've had a relationship for a very long time and it's somebody that you're so close with. It's hard. But it gets to a point that you're like, this is not good for my mental health. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry, like I'm choosing me over you. And when I have to choose between myself and another person, I'm going to win every time yeah. because I'm choosing myself yeah. every single time. It's not a great position to be in, but I hope, hopefully you always choose yourself yeah. no matter what. Um, another another form of, of this type of of boundary is also like the no contact um, boundary when you tell somebody like leave me alone do not contact me but they repeatedly still do right so this could happen in a situation where you get in a fight with someone and maybe you need some time to like cool off and you're like don't don't communicate with me right now like I need time Mm -hmm. but they're like oh but why but talk to me and and they're just on top of you yes that's that's a boundary that needs to be set like when i tell you that i need my space that i need my time like you need to give it to me otherwise this relationship is not going to go anywhere mm-hmm. standing firm in that is so incredibly important too because mm-hmm. if you crumble to that person's persistence they're going to think it's okay to keep doing it but you just said it that goes with all boundaries mm-hmm. if you crumble they're going to keep doing it mm-hmm. with any type of boundary lay those bricks yeah and lay them with solid foundation. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, when people start setting these boundaries, people are going to be like, oh, you're so selfish now. Oh, you're like a bitch. Oh, you've changed. Yes, I have changed. Like, and it's for the better. You don't like it. You don't like it. Exactly. Like, I'm giving you the opportunity to still stay in my life. Now, it's your choice whether you're going to stay in it or not. Right? Like, I'm telling you what I need. Mm -hmm. This is what I need in order for this relationship to work. When mm-hmm. I say relationship, I don't just mean like your significant other. I mean any relationship, friendship, you know, family, whatever relationship in your life. This is what I need. And what's so interesting is like boundaries setting is part of your healing journey, right? And so you're you're shifting your 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 vibration when you are deciding to have these boundaries. And if it so happens that there's people in your life who do not want to accept them, understand that that is a favor for you because these people no longer are matching like how you're raising your vibration, you need to just leave them. You mm-hmm. need to leave them because if you continue to try to pull these people with you and try to save them, you're only hurting yourself. You're only continuing to bring your vibration back down. So everything that you're working so hard to set and to do, you're going to sabotage it by trying to keep certain people, trying to force certain people to stay in your life. Right. Yeah. Forced, forced relationships, forced encounters, anything that's forced it's not worth it. Like, yeah. It's a resistance. Mm-hmm. And anything that we resist in life, it takes from our peace. Exactly. And it's not for our own good. Like it, it's, There's resistance for a reason. Yeah. yeah? Just, it should really, life should really flow. flow. That's what Let I'm really flow. starting to understand and integrate. Because saying go with the flow, yeah, everybody mm-hmm. says that. But are you really no. embodying like, what that? What does that mean? Like, what does go with the flow mean? Are you really surrendering to what is going on right or are you trying to fight it right and you can't say like like you said earlier like i want peace this is the life that i that i want but then your actions which is also energy you have right? to match what it's not you matching that. pray for what you ask for if you're constantly praying for peace and forgiveness and and harmony and then the universe gives you an opportunity to put that into play and you you respond from the old programming 
then you're not becoming a vibrational match for what you're asking for. So you're not going to have any change. And you're probably going to lose your faith because you're probably going to feel like, I'm always praying, I'm always praying, and God isn't listening to me. But like, no, he is. He's giving you an opportunity to have that shift, but you're choosing to react from the old programming, right? So you literally have to become the match of what you ask for. Yep. If you want things to change, there needs to be change within you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, on the next boundary we're going to discuss is physical boundaries. So like, you know, your personal space. Like some people get really close to you to talk. There was this girl that I went to school with and she would talk so close to my face. And I thought she was going to make out with me or something. <laughs> You know, I comfortable. Yes, you know, because I wasn't seeing her that way. But I just back the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, give me my space. So that's a form of like physical boundary. Um, another one is like maybe you start dating someone and you know you don't know when you're gonna first kiss or when you're gonna be intimate with the person, you know, after how many dates or what's comfortable for you or what you're comfortable with, you know, setting that that physical boundary, like, you know, maybe things get, you know, in the heat of the moment, but then you feel like, okay, this is making me a little bit uncomfortable. Like just that the person know. And then it's a perfect opportunity. If you just started dating to see what you're dealing with, Mm -hmm. if you give them, like you tell them something like that and they, based on their reaction, you're like, okay, is this even somebody that I want to share my life with or not? Right. Another one is like PDA. Some people are okay with PDA. Some people are not. Right. So maybe if your love language isn't physical touch, it makes you feel uncomfortable to, you know, kiss or hug or be like all over each other in like public space. I personally find it so weird to see people like literally making out like in the middle Mm -hmm. of the, I don't know, Publix or something. I don't understand. I've seen it. (laughs) But if you're both okay with it, I mean, that's all for you. But maybe one person is not okay with it. Right. So those are like physical boundaries. Also, maybe like your guy friend is passing by you and he just, you know, every time he passes by you, he has to hold onto your waist. Like, why are you touching me? That boils me. <laughs> pisses me off. <laughs> that was important. Yeah. It's really important, especially if you're in the dating world, you know. Yeah. And, and But I have I have a friend. Um, <clears throat> no one say who it is because you know, he listens. But um, he, we try to avoid the name dropping. We do I our mean. best. <laughs> but he's an amazing person. Like I love him so much and he's like a really good friend of mine. But when I first met him, he, I'm, I've never like asked him what his love language is, but I'm a hundred percent certain it's that's physical touch. physical touch because it's just like the whole shoulder grabbing, like, you know, good job and like all this stuff. And I'm like, why are you touching me? You know? But initially I'm just like, okay, but this is before like I, I set boundaries and all of that. Right. Now, like we never see each other, but I I realize that that there's people that are like that, and I know that he's not doing it in a disrespectful way. I know he's not doing it because he wants to fill up on me. I I know this person, right? But initially, when I first met him, I didn't know him like I know them now, right? So those are type of physical boundaries where you have to set. Yeah, because he didn't know. He doesn't know that you're feeling overwhelmed and like freaking the fuck out because he's touching you, right? You and know? and there's people that are like that. If if physical touch was my love language i would feel like oh my god like i'm yeah. doing such a great job like all oh, this but that was like the least one on my list <laughs> mine too mine too so sometimes it makes me overwhelmed right even with richie i love him so much he's so patient but that's his main love language and so sometimes he just wants to like hug and, and like squeeze me and i'm like oh i feel so overwhelmed mm-hmm. like it's still part of you know i'm still healing in that sense um and i just have to tell him like not right now you know but i used to come off like strong right like oh fuck don't fucking touch me right now and he'd be like you know he'd take it personal like what the fuck that i'm just trying to love you right but then i had to i had to understand within myself where was that coming from why was i feeling that way and so then i can better help him understand that you know just sometimes it's not the moment for me you know um but it's that's why it's so important to know yourself all right next boundary um mental boundaries um somebody that you you encounter all the time that they're so strong-willed and what their thoughts and beliefs and their opinions are that instead of agreeing to disagree and acknowledging that we're two different individuals who have our own thoughts and ideas, they're trying to impose their thoughts and their opinions on you. Like, like they try to convince you that you're wrong. 
I'm sure we all know at least one of these. Or a couple, especially <laughs> nowadays. We won't get into the political stuff, but okay. Um, <laughs> and also, like, this could come, like, with our parents, right? Like, telling us how we're raising our children or our in-laws. Like, I'm so glad I never had to deal with that. Yeah. It was probably because I had boundaries in place mm-hmm. before that could even happen. But this happens a lot. It happens a lot. It happens a and lot. And it becomes very stressful for yeah. a lot of parents. Like, my mom comes over and she tries to tell me, you know, how to feed my kid or what, not to put him on timeout. Or my mother-in-law comes and tells me, oh, you're being too hard or, like, whatever. Like, they try to come and literally parent your child when you're like, no, that's not okay. You know, I know that the way that I've raised my kids is very different than the way that my parents did. You know, sometimes it seems to them like I'm being too harsh on certain things. But no, I just feel like there's structure and routine and and certain ways that I I want my kids raised. Uh, It's not okay. And lastly, personal boundaries. Boundaries within ourselves. Those could be probably one of the hardest as well because you have to stick to whatever it is that you promised yourself you're going to do to do it you know so for example like for me like one boundary that I have personal boundaries like I'm not gonna go into my phone until 7 a.m like I have my do not disturb automatically every single day notifications are off completely until 7 a.m so if I wake up at five I have two hours that there's nothing that goes down on that phone that I'll that will disrupt me right like it won't disrupt my morning it won't disrupt any day after seven o'clock, then whatever. Like the the no phone rule also at night, like try not to have screen time at least 30 to, through, to an hour before bed. One that's really important is, for example, when somebody texts me and I don't respond right away. Like I allow myself to be like, respond whenever you feel you're appropriate. Some people, they don't accept that very well because they're like, oh my God, you haven't responded in like three hours. Right? Or, yeah, people that want to text you all day and be back and forth all day, and you're just like... Well, that tells you a lot about that person and their mm-hmm. codependency on right. you. Right? right. But I have that boundary with myself. Like, I'm not going to look at my phone. Like, when I'm working, it's really hard when you're, you're self-employed and you're working on your own shit because people think that just because you're self-employed that you're available, right? Because you don't have to answer yeah, to no one else right so if i'm working on something that has to do with me like my phone goes on do not disturb and and i work and i tell myself okay i'm not gonna go and i like watching tv and i like watching series but i'm like okay i'm not gonna watch tv until i've done x y and z so my personal boundaries you know day to day could change as well like what are the rules i'm setting for myself today mm-hmm. you know i'm not gonna drink during the week you know i'm not gonna eat you know out more than twice a week you know things like that mm-hmm. like setting those boundaries with myself could be hard because then i'll be i'll be like super tired i'm like okay so today is like that one day that i'm gonna like order uber eats or whatever you have flexible right? boundaries mm-hmm. with yourself correct one, a really important one is i won't go more than like four days a week without working out for me mm-hmm. right because my mental health depends on it mm-hmm. that's important yeah i was gonna say this that came to me while you were talking about other people texting you and expecting you to respond a lot of times boundaries is just it's protecting you in a way from people's own turmoil right because unconsciously people will drag you into their turmoil without even realizing it but if you if you have those boundaries you save yourself from that in a way right so yeah i just wanted to say that yeah so how do you know that maybe you need to set a boundary with someone or even yourself the best way to to ask yourself is how do I feel after this encounter? How does this person make me feel? And why does this person make me feel this way? Do I feel stressed? Do I feel drained? Do I feel anxious? And what is it about this encounter that's causing me to feel this way? Right? And then you realize you you it's deep work because you have to ask yourself, okay, is this person really treating me this way or saying certain things all the time? Or is this something that I maybe need to work on myself a little bit? versus me going and having a full-blown conversation with someone to set a boundary it's deep awareness it's very (laughs) deep deep work yes Mm -hmm. for sure that's why i do what i do because it's not easy you know like nobody taught me how to do this i had to literally learn all of this on my own Mm -hmm. so that's why i do the work that i do to help people do this because it does get difficult and and you're not gonna you're gonna not gonna be perfect all the time you're gonna you're going to you know fail but it's in that moment just be like oh no like 
you know, step into your power and be like, no, this is not okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so asking yourself, how do you feel after an encounter? Like if this is, and, and then realize, is this something that I care, somebody that I care about enough to keep in my life? Like, is this person in alignment with the life that I want to live? Sometimes it's no, you know, you've had this friend since you guys were kids and you feel obligated to be their friend because they've been around for so many years or they've done so much for you, but they're not healthy for you. Yeah. Right. So you have to make that decision. Okay. Have that conversation. Look, you're, I'm, this is, and sometimes if the person's a narcissist, they'll be like, but I don't do that. Okay. I really want to keep you in my life. I really care about this relationship. So are you okay with me calling you out the minute that you do it? Just so you could, because I, you have to, you have to, you know, realize that sometimes people are reacting and at the place where they're at. Right. You can't expect them to be at your same mental level or your same consciousness so if they say yes then that's an easy fix the moment that they do it you're like you're doing it this is what i'm talking about you help them identify it now in that moment if you do that and you call them out and they're like but no i'm not and then they're just going against you and that's not somebody that they're showing you yeah they they really don't give a fuck they will show you right they don't care that's not worth having them in your life it's like what are you fighting for except that people grow apart Mm -hmm. and that's just part of life yeah and that's the hardest thing Mm -hmm. i think we've talked about this there's so many hard truths here to accept it is and we've talked about this i believe on the episode with richie that sometimes you know it's time to end things not only with your significant other but it could be a friendship it could be a family member and what is your mental health and your peace worth? Mm-hmm. For me, if it costs me my peace, it's too expensive. Me too. So any other questions or anything before we wrap up? Uh, so just to, to circle back one more time, I think in this boundary setting process, um, it's very important to get to know yourself. Like you mentioned, get to know your values. One, one, one way that helps me understand myself better is reflection uh for some people that's journaling for some people that's meditating or maybe just sitting for 10 minutes and processing things um maybe trying to find a way for you that will help you do that everybody's different do you have any advice for that well everything that you said um works also hiring a coach hiring a coach yeah you know i I've done a lot of healing and I can't take full credit for that. You know, I, I've had a lot of help along this process and I'm very grateful. I have a very supportive partner who is like he mentioned in, in his episode, he's, he wants to like keep up with that. He wants to evolve with me together. Um, and I'm grateful for that. He's been a great, great support. Um, you know, but not all of us have that. So just know that there is, help there's professionals out there Romy is an incredible life coach I know you've uh, you've been a catalyst for incredible transformation for a lot of people thank you um so yeah she has a program too right yeah we're we're launching um in April it's a week it's a 12-week program and it's literally every week we're diving into something different and you know I just spoke to somebody who did the program you know earlier this year yesterday and she was saying how it's still every all the teachings that you know we we taught and we spoke about it's coming up for her now right and 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 it's and it's beautiful and it makes me feel so great because i didn't have any guidance when i was doing all of this Mm -hmm. until i hired my first life coach and it was a very different approach that my first life coach um did it wasn't too much into like the healing part of it and the trauma Mm -hmm. like i do you know, and and I also like to use the astrology aspect of it to get to know somebody and, and teach them how these things could affect you. Mm-hmm. And when somebody just gives me reassurance that, you know, it's working, it's just such a huge blessing in my life because that's what I feel I'm here for and my purpose. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we do dive into this 12-week program is boundary setting and the core values, you know, figuring out what that is to make sure that you within yourself are not, you know, self-sabotaging or betraying yourself mm-hmm. and allowing other people to step all over you and take advantage of you because people will take advantage of you if you allow them. Mm-hmm. What's so beautiful is that you've been through a lot, you know, like you've experienced 
the lows. So you as a life coach, you've experienced that pain and you've been able to turn it into a strength. And now you have that as a gift to share with others. And that's really powerful. So thank you. And honestly, I, I feel everything that I've gone through, you know, I didn't have to go through. Right. But I feel that because I went through it, I'm able to help other people through it. And it's, it's crazy because the clients that do come to me, we're so relatable in some way. Like I understand like the things that they're going through. I understand, you know, the circumstances that they're in. Like I get it to a level that it's like we've <laughs> I've had clients that I'm like, we're literally going through the same thing right now. Right. So it's like the universe is, is matching, matching these mm -hmm. clients. And it's just beautiful. And I'm so grateful for this work that I do. Um, but yeah, like hiring a coach, meditation, sitting with yourself, and you have to be honest with yourself because sometimes, you know, we're assholes and we have to call ourselves out too. Like, mm -hmm. you know, maybe I'm overreacting, maybe I'm being too much, but then when you really know yourself, you know, when you're not being too much, mm -hmm. you know, that someone is, you know, taking advantage of you or making you feel shit and sometimes belittling you some people that's a huge one too like you might have like a family member or a friend that likes to belittle you to make themselves feel better about themselves so you know in that you're not overreacting you're not being too much this is you're literally getting bullied by somebody you're getting preyed on by someone who feels powerless correct yeah but that's another conversation <laughs> for another day <laughs> so yeah I hope, right, uh, I hope you can take something from this episode. I think we went into a lot of detail here. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any questions or if you're you starting your boundary setting, you know, we're always here. Reach out to us. We're always willing to help you. That's why we have this podcast to help people heal and learn different modalities that they could use in their lives in order to better themselves. Yes. And uh, we would love if you interact with us in the comments, share what you think about the episode. Again, I say this every time. Leave us a review, comment, you know, what do you guys love about the episodes? Follow us on Instagram, not all love and night. And until next time. Yeah. Love you guys. Thank you all for listening. Appreciate you. And remember, it's not always love and night. Bye. Bye.